Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm going to be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate this this is joe cole this is ruben off the cheek and you're listening to the london London blue podcast All right, Chelsea fans, welcome back to another episode, Champions League edition of the London is Blue podcast. It London is Blue's the name. Uh, it's for a reason, all right? We didn't make mistakes when we started this seven years ago, Dan. And uh, what it's all about is making it to finals and winning trophies. And we are here to do that post Real Madrid. We have a great friend of the pod, Jenny Chu. This is going to be exciting tonight, Dan. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I had the mistake. Uh, Nick did a much better job of this than I did. I actually had a meeting like right after the final <laughs> was over. Uh, and I've been on the Why Not Us train, so I should have planned a little bit better. But I had the hardest damn time concentrating because I was on cloud nine. I clearly was not connected at all with what was going on. Basically, was asking other people to participate and say things because I just... I wanted to scream. I wanted to scream more like, Chelsea, you're in the final. Let's go. Dan, you made a huge mistake. Tactical <laughs> a massive, look, yeah. uh, 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 Zidane-like error, if you will, um, in, yeah. in the way that you Perez set up your team. It's, it's a bad, you, you, you had a bad beat today. What I will say about you is uh, you screwed up, whereas I took half a day off. And I'll tell you, when you have... A hundred drinks in you after the game. Everything's great. You have a great time. Everyone's feeling good. Like, I will tell you, I hugged a bunch of people today for the first time that I'm, you know, in like a year because of COVID. After we, after the final whistle went, after Mason Mount put his goal in after a Christian Pulisic assist, there's a lot going on here. So, like, you, as a human being, will not have to make that same mistake again after the Champions League final, which is on a Saturday. I know. Uh, hopefully. So you suck. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's say welcome to Jenny Chu. I mean, we booked you well in advance of this uh, to a massive uproar from our audience. They love having you here. We're excited to have you here. I've been canceled After... officially because of Jenny. There's no doubt. <laughs> not I'm, not I'm the out. not the negative type of canceling going on right now. You know, just, just you know, we, we, we wanted to canceled. elevate. Elevate Jenny to more of they a regular They want less status. of me and more of Jenny is what they want. Hi, guys. I appreciate the nickname, by the way. I'm, get, I'm getting a lot of tweets with the nickname. 
Was it you, Dan? Did you start this nickname? I actually think uh, a relative friend of the pod, Joe, Joe Tweeds, maybe mentioned it. I've just run with it. I've capitalized on... Uh, I, I, it's like a Wozniak and Jobs situation. He might have created the technology, but I was the showman who made sure it got out there. <laughs> Nerd alert. Yep, you know it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, always have a good time on with you guys. And we knew it was going to be a W when you guys asked me. You're like, do you guys want to... Do you want to celebrate a W with us on the pod like two weeks in advance. I was like, heck yes. Heck yes. We appreciate you delivering. And obviously it's been a big day in case you missed it. Jenny did a live watch along. Uh, she's going to do more content, but she squeezed us in. And so make sure to go on Twitter per usual. And thank you for jumping on the show. Look, we're going to kind of skip through a lot of the formalities of this one and get right to it because the excitement is live and well with us even hours after this match has ended. So Dan, uh, I'm going to tee up in a second for the three match reviews. Brilliant per usual, but real quick, in case you are confused about what we might be talking tonight, <laughs> it will be Chelsea booking their tickets to the first Champions League final in nine years alongside the Chelsea women. I'm so freaking pumped about that. Uh, we're going to move through the lineup to celebrate. That's right. A no negativity zone tonight. Uh, we're going to just run through the lineup and heap praise to those who earned it and left it all out on the pitch is a good American uh, a little saying there. And then, again, a few months ago, this was not an option. This was not on the table yet. Here we are under Thomas Tuchel, uh, building off of the framework that Frank left behind. So, Dan, here we go. Three-word match reviews, and we're jumping right in. Oh, I'm just going to try to blow through them because there were so many great ones. Great. Uh, you know, like over 300 this time. It was hard to choose. Uh, <laughs> oh our, our boy Jay just started us off with a... Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable start from Jay, by the way. Unbelievable. The, the, yeah, uh, with the wet-ass pro- positivity. <laughs> I was not expecting uh, that. When I saw that in the script, I got real Straight worried. away. Just cut to the core. Uh, birth, birthday boy, uh, Zana Gina with a uh, Cinco de Cayo. So happy birthday to you for that. Nathaniel with the Stop Doubting Thomas. Um, Kalen, who submitted his in the form of a meme with the uh, Fast and the Furious uh, cars <laughs> separating in the distance with this La Liga so Mediocrity. Um, we need to retweet this if we have not already. That's we, we, phenomenal. Yeah, we, well, he did in Discord. We'll find a way. Uh, John and also uh, our friend Mr. Thurman Discord with uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople was the way that they were trying to phrase it. It doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue mm. the best way, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Steve with Kai Spiced Nachos. Huh? That's a clever one. Um, Tana with the I'm Still Speechless. Kai with the Chaos and Trophies. <laughs> Our friend, uh, America Outlaws White Castle guy, come back again with insert Neville noise, uh, which we'll have to get <laughs> our <that>. friend. <laughs> uh, our wonderful producer has to drop that in there. Uh, Book Wormington with the another L, Perez. <laughs> Guans with Spain is blue, given our mm. quest to the Champions League final. That absolutely is true. Sam with in Tuchel, we trust. A uh, little combination and Golacante, Tuchel. I like that. Classic 86 with the Why Not Both, a shout-out to the women's and men's team for the first time ever making their way to the Champions League Finals in the same year. Our friend Adi with the Us, 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 uh, because uh, <laughs> Nenden Biz uh, Degil, which is probably a horrible type of Turkish uh, for There's... Why Not Us. There's, There's not no a way. chance you got that right. But um, either way, uh, for everyone who submitted a different language version of Why Not Us over the past, 
let's call it six months. Um, you've been aggrieved. Why not us, Dan? Yes! <laughs> Why not us? Just to clarify, that was Nick's official three-word match review. It is in writing. Uh, tattoo coming later. Dan, what is yours? Tattoo coming later. By the way, Based why are you throwing me to the wolves? You get a tattoo, too. Everyone here. Yeah, it's kind of your Sans thing. Jenny, who has perfect skin. <laughs> everybody gets a perfect tattoo of why not us if we win the Champions League. How about that? In your face. Ooh. Yeah, I'm out. All right, Dan, what about you? <laughs> I'm, anyway, I'm checking out real so quick. I, I went with uh, double on ice because not only do we have a Chelsea double potentially for the men's team, we've got a Champions League double now for the men and women. So, Like, that's just wild to think about. Like, I need all Chelsea fans to really just sit for a second and embrace that. We have a potential Champions League winning double at the helm. This is no Europa League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup, like weird. This is... The pinnacle of your anything you can do, I can do better. Is the is the Champions League moniker of this club? It's literally Chelsea Football Club. Um, Jenny, what about you? You had to pay a little homage, I feel like on this. Yes, one. I had to steal from Classic eighty six K. Why not both? I love that. I love it. Again, I cannot stress enough to you out there how big of a deal this is. I said Roman loves Chelsea. Never before, right? Yeah, exactly. First time in, in Champions League history, but Roman loves Chelsea. And if you were confused, Roy Jennings, about that, let me clarify. Uh, because both Ooh. the men and women are in the final. He's invested. He's done the right things. Like, get off your soapbox. It's getting old. So, uh, to our Patreon people, we will catch up with you. To our uh, Apple Podcast people, we'll catch up with you. And will we have more episodes this week? We will. So, Nick, uh, see you later on the housekeeping. Dan, run us through the lineup. It was Real Madrid Champions League Wednesday at the bridge. Chelsea 2, Real Madrid nail 3-1 on aggregate. Absolute stomping. No highlights because it's Champions League. So, Chelsea. right into the lineup. Chelsea have never lost Real Madrid in the history of our competitions. What? Also, the first time we've hosted Real Madrid at Stamford Bridge. So we are flawless um, in terms of our execution against them at home. Uh, but anyway, the lineup was the legend Edouard Mendy, the legend Andreas Christensen, the legend Thiago Silva, and the legend Antonio Rudiger as the start <laughs> of our defense. It was legends of Cesar Aspilicueta, Ben Chilwell, N'Golo Kante, Mason Mount, and Jorginho as a midfield combination. And then Kai Havertz and Timo Werner playing a little further. Also, some German legends. We had a bunch of legends on the bench as well. Kepa Riva Balaga, Marcus Alonso, Tammy Abraham, Willie Caballero, Kurt Zuma, Calum Hudson-Odoi, Billy Gilmore, and Emerson Palmieri, all unused substitutes. And we did see Christian Pulisic, Livia Giroux, Hakim Ziyech, and Reese James, legends, all in their own right, come onto the pitch as substitutes. Legends. Ooh, all right. Uh, stats are pretty boring. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, Chelsea only had 32% possession, yet one. We had 15 shots, five on target to their seven shots, five on target. Uh, half their passes, our pass accuracy, great. Theirs is better, though. We had 18 fouls to their 12, three cautions to their four, a couple offsides apiece, and one corner to their three. XG, this is where you make the money, make the bread. It was 3.6 for Chelsea to 0.3 for the Galacticos. All right, Perez, 0.3 in a match that you knew you needed to score one. At least one. Plus one, right? You had to be plus one all night. Didn't do the business at all. And they weren't missing killing Mbappe. So going to be tough for them. All right. Quick ad break. Thanks to these sponsors for financially supporting the show on such a big night when we're back. It's all about the match. Here we go. 
All right. It seems likely that our French midfield has potentially found the fountain of youth because N'Golo Conte delivered a vintage performance of the night. Jenny, I don't think we've heard whether or not you're a big N'Golo Conte fan. Would you like to go on record? Oh, absolutely. Please <laughs> mark me now. Best midfielder in the world. He's amazing. He's three, four, five players in one. Um, we absolutely adore him. In the So obviously I'm on the Did I Mention show and I have sung his praises a million times. The amount of duels he wins, the, the dribbles that he completes. I mean, I didn't know that he was that offensive of a player. The amount of times that he was behind their back line in the first leg, I, I was incredibly impressed. Um, mark me down as a huge N'Golo Conte fan, please. Checked the box. Dan, she's officially in. Uh, look, they had Eden Hazard playing very nor- narrow. They also had Sergio Ramos. I think they had some players playing. up. It didn't matter. N'Golo Conte picked everyone's pocket tonight. Yeah. Even Courtois. Uh, maybe we'll kind of call the, uh, the Mesa Mount quote out later, but, uh, you know, uh, there, there are a lot of people who play for Real Madrid, these players who are going to have nightmares of N'Golo Conte for many years to come after this match. Like he, <laughs> he, he is going to be tattooed into the gray matter in their brains. And, uh, that, that is how deep he got into them today and, uh, didn't let up Nick. And I think it's just a, a testament to what a special player he is. It's the reason why Tuchel has throwing so much praise on him. It's the reason why Tuchel wants to give him a cuddle post-match, even though he doesn't like the PDA. I love that quote. I love that cuddle quote, by the way. First of all, don't we all? Um, <laughs> second of all, I didn't realize he was the only world-class player on the pitch. Uh, he is absolutely unrivaled when he's playing like he's playing today. Like, he is unrivaled. There is no one else who can do what he can do on any given day when he is in the form that he's in. There's no doubt in my mind. He is unbelievable. And I'm so glad he's playing for a football club. That's it. I think I said some stupid things. We don't need to revisit last summer about <laughs> potentially offloading. <clears throat> um, look, uh, we also said there's nothing, nothing better than a healthy Angola Conte. And I mean, he's absolutely proven it. Uh, a little concerned at the beginning. We're like, uh oh, Angola Conte, he's not really playing under Tuchel. He likes the Kovacic, Jorginho. Put Angolo in a couple of times, like, hmm, this bloke is pretty damn good. We should keep doing this. And he has cemented his place. He's had a good run of form, haven't worried about the injuries. And Joe Tweed's credit here on the tweet says, Someone tell Tony Cruz he's just been bodied by a bloke driving a Mini Cooper. I mean, an, an actual mini Cooper. This is not hyperbole. That's this what he drives. Yes, an actual mini. We, we've Cooper. seen it. Well, the, the yeah. celebrations post match after the fact. Of videos with people who were outside of Sanford Bridge celebrating. You see the mini Cooper drive through. You see people like you know rocking out the the bottles and spraying the uh, the, the juice in the air to just celebrate. <laughs> N'Golo Conte in the white Mini Cooper just uh, driving by trying to get home after putting in a regular shift, you know? He's just trying to get home. A couple of players. Look, Jenny, he has put in a shift. He is just trying to get into his modern car to get home. And yet he's confronted by a mob of incredibly passionate individuals uh, after the Champions League. That's what's happened. What what a what an ideal footballer he is that, that he just cares about that you know I, I I think that sometimes it could be good or bad for our sport but the extravagance of some players the the spending the crazy amounts of money the sports cars 
some look down upon that. I am one of those people. Um, maybe if I had like tons of money, I wouldn't. And I was one of those people, but I just don't. So I look down upon it now. Um, Aaron West, who I do a Twitch stream with, said on a stream, he was saying like, I know N'Golo Conte is crazy, like a good way crazy. I know that's kind of a sensitive word, but a good way crazy because that man is bald by choice. Like, I don't know. We, we learned during the pandemic that he is bald by choice. And that just tells you something's something's different in a good way. <laughs> well, statistically, we can tell you how different he is. Thanks to Statman <laughs> Dave. Uh, 100% aerial duels won, not is ground that, duels. Is that good? Aerial. For <laughs> someone who's 5'7", it's phenomenal. Okay. Uh, 85% pass accuracy, 45 total touches, four interceptions, three chances created, one big chance created. I love that stat that we have to clarify. Uh, outstanding on the big stage once again. Viva la France. Uh, absolutely outstanding. We had to lead with him. But a close number two tonight, Nick, was Magic Bendy Mendy. Absolutely stepped up to the stage. Remember, he's never been anywhere close to a stage this big. Just saying, coming from Ligue 1 and Rennes, they were not challenging for a Champions League semifinal. He looked like he was at home, knew what he needed to do. Massive save against Benzema in the first half. And then two other great saves throughout the match. I just, I could wax poetic the entire episode, so I need to push it to you guys so we keep this in check and continue down the roster. Otherwise, we'd be done right here. But Mendy, massive. Keep this in Petter check, would you say? Oh um, my gosh, no. Boy, <laughs> boy, is that tough to hear out loud. Um, he was my man in the match. Absolutely my man in the like. Look, he is. I saw him walk out to the Champions League anthem, nothing. No fear, no over giddiness, just. Straightforward, right into a job. And it matters. It matters a lot because in this moment, Benzema needs one chance to score, as we saw in the first leg. He needs one chance. That's it. That's all he needs. And he damn near did it in the first half. He damn near did it twice in the first half. And Mendy shows up twice. A guy that's not well-revered. He's not spoken about as being the best goalkeeper in the world. He's just a guy that's a part of Chelsea Football Club who's kept a ridiculous amount, by the way, at this point of clean sheets. That it, it, And he just shows up. That's what you need. That's what you need to win championships. That's what you need to win Champions Leagues. That is our guy. And I'm so proud of him tonight because it would have been easy to admit that Kareem Benzema is better than you on a certain occasion. He was not tonight. Okay. I have a, a random thing to say. Um, 16 clean sheets and 28 premier league appearances. That's the quote that, I mean, a, a stat that I used earlier in, did I mention, but question for you guys, because I said, if we went into penalties, I am confident in Mendy and my coworker was like, mm, how do you guys feel about that? Ooh, confident. hypothetical. Confident. He, Very big, confident. Big frame helps, right? So you got a, kind of a couple options. Kepa's super agile, so you know he he can wait. Super good reflexes. But Mendy, he's big. If he goes the right way, like there, he can get to the corner that there's no chance Kepa can get to. 
Um, and I think we've seen that like with Neuer and, and Petr Cech in shootouts is they can dig out that low corner save that, the, that a lot of other goalkeepers can't. But honestly, Dan, I've never seen his nerves test like that. Like he has strong hands. He's a big body on paper. I think he could do a good job, but penalties are a whole nother uh, mm-hmm. amount of chaos. I mean, maybe we're subbing Willie Caballero. Don't forget. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, big Willie. Like- yeah, big, big, big Willie has not had a chance to to go out and show his stuff for quite a while. So I don't know. If no, I one expected, no one expected. No one expected Willie Caballero reference tonight. Champions League <laughs> semifinal. Uh, I would I would go with the hot hand, which is uh, Edouard Mendy and hands. Yeah, hot hands. Um, but look, the the one shot actually from Benzema, uh, had, like that alone was 0.3 xg. Like the shot on him initially that he had to make a crazy save on. Um, was more likely like a third of the time close to was going to go in based upon just a hundred goals, right? Cause XG is all about like the percent versus a hundred. So it's a, if it's a one, it's a hundred, right? If it's 0.3, it's 30%. Like that, that was incredible. It was an incredible save and it got you rocking. Like it got you excited because this is the type of, you know, we talk about it, Nick is like this shithouse Chelsea, this Chelsea that can like grit and grind our way through tough moments and matches because we have an identity that is all about just grinding the opposition down, infuriating them, getting them disappointed, getting them upset, getting into the mind where we now have taken domain and we now own them. We own them physically on the pitch. We own them psychologically because they don't know how to escape the threat of Mendy blocking the shots or Conte chasing them down, which one of the three on the pitch, like it's incredible. It was so good. It was all great. All right. Whoa. Oh, buddy. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's incredibly important, right? The, the amount of saves and the amount of, to me, just stick-to-itiveness that Chelsea had today is super important. It all A game is not linear, right? A game builds over time. If you're Chelsea and you get lucky with a couple of saves here or there, Real Madrid, at the end of the day, feel like they can come and beat you at the end. There was none of that. In fact, I would say the opposite happened when you look at the way the game played out. At the end of the day, Jenny, their two best shots happened in the first half and nothing happened after that. And that is because Mendy was able to deflect or put past the post their two best chances. After that, very little. And and it matters because it's a belief thing. Right, As a striker, you want to believe that you can score a goal against Mendy. And they did not have a chance today. He was that good. Killed their hope. No, I, I agree. Um, I think Chelsea was just clearly the better team. They were completely outplayed. And I have questions for you guys, as I always do. Um, that yes. we'll get to. Oh, you're ready now. Okay. Yeah. Ready. I'll just say one thing before I get to my question. Um, one thing that I found about Mendy when he was on the ball, like feet-wise, earlier in the season when he started – with Chelsea, I was thinking he looks like he he's gonna mess up. Like he he looks kind of finicky on the ball with his feet. And your stat here says 13 out of 15 passes complete. So maybe it looks that way, but he knows what he's doing. He's under control. Nothing to worry about there with him on his feet. I, I really like that stat. Um, okay, question. I'm sure you have seen the uh, Eden Hazard drama in Spain from that and, and I have to I have to hear your guys' thoughts on this because it's driving me insane that they are so dramatic about this moment. I need your opinions. 
Go ahead, Brandon. You used to be Spanish, so. Well, Dos yeah. Años. Mike, Dos Años. Mike, yeah, Mike Ryan uh, sent us uh, a very impassioned uh, presenter from Spain talking about the fact that Inazard uh, should never play for another another second more for Real Madrid. And like you saw the photos of him being, um, you know, very friendly with some of the Chelsea players after they lost in the semifinal. And uh, look, he's got friends. He's a professional. Um, he spent a long time at Chelsea. Should he have done it on the pitch? Probably not. But you, but the problem is with COVID, they're so separate. The separate they, the second they go down to separate tunnels, like he's not going to see those guys again. So it's probably unfortunate for him that that was his only chance to really say hi to those players and things. Just like in the first leg, you know, he swapped shirts with Aspie and ended up giving it to to Kamats and Adoy. And I, I mean, I think the more the it's from a fan's perspective, I'd hate it, right, Jenny? from a professional athlete's perspective, of course he's upset. Of course he hates it. He's just not showing it. And that's not what they want to see because he doesn't look the way they look. Therefore they assume he doesn't care about the club. And and that's just not true. They just know that there's also relationships off the pitch that go, I mean, he didn't do it at halftime. He didn't do it in the middle of the game. He waited right. till the matches over. So I, at least that's where I'm coming from, Dan. Um, fans pissed. I can understand from his standpoint though. Yeah, I, I will retweet it onto Twitter. But essentially, it's like, you know, it, almost like a real life crime drama where they've had this really like ominous backing track mm. and a very serious, stilted conversation. It's the they worst. Just they'll see a set like us, like, dos años, dos años. And they like go into like this whole <laughs> like the, the amount of time it took to sign Ed Nazard and the amount of time it's taken to get him on the pitch and the fact that he now had this opportunity to bring Real Madrid back to glory and it didn't happen. And you know what? Like you're a player, you make a decision. We love Ed Nazard for what he did for his time at it, you know, for his time at Chelsea. But like he's he's a Real Madrid player now. Like that is this deal you know, end full stop. So, yes, it's nice that he gets to celebrate at the end, you know, his relationship and the history that he has with his friends. But all I'm concerned about, Nick, is that we're celebrating a Chelsea Champions League final and, you know, the hundred million dollars of pounds or whatever that ended up helping us fund Kai Havertz and Timo Werner. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, <laughs> I could not care less about this. At all. Like, uh, there is nothing about me right now that is focused on Eden Hazard in Real Madrid. Do I understand why they're upset? Sure. Do I care? No. Do I accept the fact that there is a different culture and a different, like, set of principles at play? Yes. Is there any chance that that affects my mood this evening? 0.000 repeating percent chance. Eden Hazard is in our way to reach a Champions League final, and Dave shut him down. At the end of the day, that is what happened, and I do not care whether he smiled at another player at the end of the game. That is not my concern. That is the fans' concern, and best of luck to everyone on the opposite side of this fact. It's tough. It's a bad beat for y'all, but you did not show up. None of y'all showed up, except for Ben Zabon today. Yeah, they're scapegoating him hard. I mean, look, we had to deal with the fact that the second he left, he was on FIFA's cover in Real Madrid kit. So, look, we had our time in the in the dumpster. So, well, anyways. To, to Nick's point, though, I will actually say the only player who really showed up for Real Madrid today was Thibaut Courtois because he yeah. kept them in – he single-handedly kept them in. Dear 
God, did we keep him <laughs> Not great. Jenny, uh, you got another one, or should we keep on moving down the roster? Yeah, Jenny. Are you going to sprinkle them in, or are you going to hit them all now? I mean, I, we, we'll probably get to this. Okay, I'll wait till we get to it. If we don't get to it, I'll bring it up. Deal. Go on. Okay. Go on. Okay. Money Mason Mount. Gotta love the tweet from Papa Mount, Tony Mount as well, uh, celebrating the victory. The photo right here. All right, from I don't know. Put it know. in the Louvre, baby. Put it in the Louvre. <laughs> so, let's the quote in here. Go. The passion, six to now here, the Champions League final stage, getting over the hump. Mason Mount is just. I was talking to my Arsenal friends, like I, I usually do, and they were they were asking me like, how good is Mason Mount? Like how excited What's it like to win. What's well, it like to have a player you uh, want to root What for? are your thoughts on that too? Winning? Yeah, they've got a lot of problems. But again, even to hear their respect and excitement of Mason is so, so great. Uh, it's not a Frank-only thing. And he shows up, Nick. His heart on his sleeve. He missed the first breakaway. Got it finally in the last five minutes of the match to absolutely ice it. Uh, the release of emotion, the team dogpiling. I mean, the adrenaline through us as fans. I'm sure that's when we jumped up and were yelling and getting in trouble for working at home during the day. Uh, and then look <laughs> at this quote that he gave out. This is this is a Nick Verlaney quote, if I've ever seen it. Mm. Locker room banter, baby. Mm. I saw, are you saying I saw one of the players before saying he doesn't lose sleep over individuals? But they need to lose sleep about us as a team. Mason. Woo! Mason. Let's I didn't know I didn't know he had it in. Did. <laughs> I didn't know he had it in him, but I, I I'm a fan. It turns out that behind that that beautiful English face is just a a fistful of daggers. Stone Cold um, Killer. Unbelievable. And look, man, again, I said I said this on Sunday, and I'm so proud to say it again today. If you are late to the Mason Mount bad and look, I know it's been a long year. I know there's been a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. This guy and this team are inseparable. It, any success that Chelsea Football Club has and any success that Mason Mount has are inseparable. This guy is our player of the season. He did not have his best game today. He will be the first to tell you exactly what went wrong today. At the end of the day, he was the one that got us the second goal that secured our place in the Champions League final. And there is nothing in the world that can take that away from him. He finished when everybody else, literally everybody else was given a chance. He is the one who put the goal across and that's what matters. It is a tremendous credit to Mason Mount. It is a tremendous credit to everyone who has believed in Mason Mount from the very get-go. I am not hearing anything else about this guy other than he is our player of the season and he deserves everything that has come to him. I am so proud of Mason Mount. Dan, the hotline that we announced last week for those who did not believe in Mason Mount and his abilities blew up. Uh, a lot of people helped. A lot of people brought to the light of Mason. And what is amazing about this is the maturity of the quote, right? Yeah. He did have individual brilliance. He doesn't care. This is about a collective. It's about the team. Um, I think a lot of the comparison was Chelsea worked so much harder than Real Madrid in this match, did the running, did the sprints. Real Madrid were just waiting for us to kind of give it to him, and it didn't happen. Mason embodies the effort and the passion 
of the fans because he is a fan. It was a great heads up play too at the end for the goal, right? Christian comes in really great impact sub in this match in terms of his ability to, I mean, once Ramos got on the card, you're like, okay, let's, let's really start running at them. Right? Like you're, you're surprised it wasn't actually a red card because he typically gets at least one in the champions league per season. And I, he didn't actually get that this time. He only got yellow cards. So, um, you know, Mason's kind of awareness as Pulisic is running on the right side, getting into that space and he like hands down, like Shh, here, put the ball here. I will convert <laughs> uh, the two hands down. And it was great. It was great that he had the heads up awareness for it and the celebration at the end. And, and you're right, Brandon, it was definitely a, uh, a raucous bit of time from the uh, work from home studio. And uh, yeah, it was great. Jenny, Jenny, have you ever put the two the, the, the two hands down? Have you ever put the, and just demand the ball right on the spot? Well, in the Twitch stream that I do, oh, we were talking about competitiveness, and uh, Aaron has played soccer with me before, and he was like, "Oh, I played with her. She's a completely different person when we're on the pitch um, than she is in real life." And I was like, "Yeah, like a flick goes off when you're competing," and I start, I like go into that mode, and I was like, "Yeah." Give me the, and I cussed on the Twitch stream as I did the movement. Give me the ball. Give Give me the the bleeping ball. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I got, I got a little bit in trouble for that one. Um, But I did do this movement of like here. Um, I have a question for you guys, as always. Everyone's comments about Mason Mount being this person's son and this person's son and everybody's son under the, at what point does he get to say, I'm actually the father? Oh, <laughs> what a good it's like a, a Darth Vader reveal. Yes. He takes off the helmet. Oh. Hell yes. Uh, rhetorical for those of you listening at home. Uh, question <laughs> answered. Damn, I love that. Um, look, I, I I like Aspie, buddy. I want to see Mason captain the squad in the final. Like. That that the final. I want to see Mason given the armband at a young age and do it wow. for ten years like JT did. I think he's earned every opportunity to wear the armband week in week out. Uh, mm. He's young. He's a leader. He puts the team before himself. That's something that JT did throughout his entire career. It was always team before self, unless Rafa Benitez was there. Um, but but anyways, uh, and AVB and anyways anyways, um, I think Mason is just. <clears throat> Freaking phenomenal. You know whose wow. son he's not, though. Quick interjection is Tommy T, Tommy Tactics, Tommy Tuchel, whatever you want to call him. Tommy Two Chains. Tommy Two Finals, Dan. Wow. Tommy Two Finals. He has absolutely settled, uh, mainly on his back line, the midfield for a bit, front still out of whack. But he has come into this club locked up shop, figured it out, and now he's back-to-back finals. We're talking about men and women being in the final together. Thomas Tuchel was in the final last year with PSG, is back in the final with another club, uh, hoping he wins this one. But uh, the amount of clean sheets is, I think, the foundation of all the success, Jenny, when it comes to Thomas Tuchel. He started in the back, put in the players with experience, he told them he trusts them. They've delivered. And Tony Rudiger, I was clamoring for him to be sold at the beginning of the season at January. He extension question mark. I mean, this is where we're at and what he's given to this team and, and built a system around. So again, just opportunity, open door, Thomas Tuchel thoughts, praises, comments. 
questions. Just quickly, obviously we have to sing his praises, but off topic, um, in the press conference pre match, I was just like, what a likable man, what a likable man. His, um, some, some reporter had asked him something along the lines of like how he was going to set up. And he was like, is he done in your office? And like made it, made a cute joke instead of being like, I'm not going to tell you the lineup, like made like a nice joke about it. And I was like, I, I want to root for you. I mean, I already want to because obviously uh, Chelsea fan reporter, but uh, something about the way he player manages is working, obviously. So that, that's something that we had kind of worried about under Frank Lampard. We kind of talked about something's kind of off about how he's maybe speaking to the players or managing them, but we're only talking positively. Whatever Tom Stuckel is doing with the player management is absolutely working and the confidence that he has in Kai Havertz and Timo Werner and to continue to give them that, I think it's going to pay off. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know. Maybe we score eight goals in the final because he's given them this kind of confidence, but more power to him. If only, I mean, <laughs> dear God. Um, yeah, look, man, I really am impressed by the way he set out today. It is not easy to out-tactic or out-plan or out-whatever Real Madrid. You can say what you want about Zidane not being an incredible tactical manager. You can say whatever you want about Zidane not understanding his full squad makeup. Turns out that Zidane's won three Champions Leagues as a manager and won a couple as a player himself. Turns out he's pretty good at this deal. Uh, whether you want to admit that he's he's the best manager in the world or not. Uh, Dan and Brandon and I watched him win a Champions League when we were on the way to London to watch us win a league uh, in, in 2017. Zidane does the work. All right? Uh, you can disagree with me. You can do whatever. I don't care. He has the medals to prove it. He does what he does. I am extraordinarily pleased with how Thomas Tuchel has set up Chelsea Football Club to potentially win its second ever Champions League trophy. It is not an easy thing to do. It is a hard thing to go. We're going to go defense first. We're going to make sure that even Real Madrid in the in the Champions League semifinal has like eight total shots on goal over two legs. That's a hard fucking thing to do, man. It's a really hard thing to do. It's a really hard thing to do to say to Timo Werner and Kai Havertz and Christian Pulisic, you guys are playing second fiddle to what this part of the unit is going to do. And he's done it. And he's done it in a way that has exuded class. He's done it in a way that's exuded confidence. It's not always been the way that I would have done it if I were the manager, but that's the reason I am not the fucking manager at the same point, okay? Uh, so I think we just have to give him credit for the hard choices that he has made along this run. And it's, again, not always what I would have done, but that doesn't matter because I'm not the fucking manager. Well, it's in a hundred-ish days, Thomas Tuchel has been able to bring back an identity that we can remember from Chelsea teams that have gone to war and competed in the top of top competitions. And it's a very familiar style. 
he's evoking the memories or the way that this team assumes the pitch and the way that they play is very much the style that we were accustomed to with Drogba, with Terry, with Cole, with Czech, that it was a side that was coming out with an identified spine. (laughs) With Lampard. With with an identified spine that you were going to build around, that you were going to ask to execute, and it wasn't always going to be a pretty match. It wasn't always going to be free-flowing with a ton of goals. It was going to be a side that was going to go out and be tough to play against. And, you know, as much as we want to give credit to Zidane, I actually think he bungled this one completely. Like, he he gets no credit from me from coming here and basically not being able to manufacture a side that doesn't get more than a couple shots on target. Like, absolutely not. Like, there's no free passes here in the London is Blue zone today. Zidane does not get one, and Hazard doesn't get one. Real Madrid sucked this whole... These whole two legs. They were terrible. They were terrible opposition, and Chelsea walked them. He'd probably be, he'd probably play the injury card as well. But again, a squad made up of Real Madrid, you'd expect to be able to handle things like that, and they did not. Again, the defense is where it's at. Rudiger, Silva, Christensen, Aspie, Lequeta, the, the four that have played across the back line this entire time. Jenny getting us eight clean sheets and only allowing four goals conceded. The day of the match did not include Aspie. What are you doing? Tension, Dan. Dan. Tension. That, that's actually the, the defender that that I was going to point out, or I did point out in on our Twitch stream while I was live. He was pressing so well. He gave no space for anybody. I mean, as soon as they were on the ball, he was on them like glue, and it was wonderful to see that level of energy. I was thinking, can he keep this up? I mean, for as long as he did, I know he came out like. 70 past minutes um but he wanted it so bad you can see that love of like we're going to make it to the final and i'm going to lead you there and i'm going to do my part so you follow suit and i wow what a wonderful performance from Cesar Espiricueta you weren't he wasn't in one of the options i no. also said that this was a team performance and uh, it's really hard. we only have four options boo uh here here's the problem <laughs> with that boo Dan. Him. i'm no i Jenny, I don't know if you know this. It's one of, one of my favorite things to do. Um, hey, Nick, what was your three-word match review again? Why not us, Dan? Um, there however, we go. However, comma, uh, look, Cesar as Piliqueta, our, our captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain? Showed, showed a sense of youth and enthusiasm that I have not seen from him in quite some time. He was all over the place. He was aggressive. He did not care if if Eden Hazard was in front of him or whoever was in front of him. He did not care. He showed up like today was the last semifinal he was ever going to play, and he played it that way, and I could not be more proud of the way that he performed today. I know there were a lot of doubts about him going into this game. I thought it was a little strange that Reese James wasn't going to play uh, or at least start in this game. Cesar as Piliqueta is one of my all-time favorite Chelsea footballers of all time. He is unbelievable, and he showed up in the biggest of moments today. The biggest of moments, and absolutely put in a vintage performance that I am so proud of. Dan, you have one minute on the clock. Hi, Dan. (laughs) I feel like it's great to see you. I have to to go back and forth. Dan, it's great to see you again over here with the right take. Um, Good luck. 
Look, he was great. Uh, you know, I think he definitely what you know he's worked he was worked today he put in an absolute shift defending in his art is not anything i would like to ever volunteer as a shift to do this is not on my my list of like a hundred things i would not like to do in life that's probably on that list um but yeah he, he was great I, I mean our whole back line was great you know silva popped up and you know it was really great early um you know christensen Rudiger, riding the caution he did well to manage that he did yeah, uh, Rudiger was fantastic as well on the opposite side. Tried to score. <laughs> Rudiger always tries to score. <laughs> you know, Rudiger tries to test the luck of the keeper. You know, and I Chidge, like when someone tries Chidge to put do out it. a tweet. It was Antonio Rudiger tonight. It was just um, um, oh, Forrest Gump running, just running out of his driveway, and they're like, "That's oh, what Rudiger did he, tonight." He, he just did was, the cartoon. Yeah, he did the cartoon running down. Rudiger does that not was run. It's wild. It was so good. All right. Hard pivot to Timo and Havertz. Uh, Stabman Dave saving Timo Werner's game by numbers against the Galacticos. 67 minutes, 30 touches, three fouls committed. Random. Two big chances created, two tackles, one. Two shots, one goal. Unlucky to not have had an assist as well as his goal. Again, one that kind of confused some people about his justification in the lineup. Technically, it was Kai Havertz coming in for Christian. A lot of us biased probably wanted to see Christian. He's also been in great form, but... Timo Jenny just continues to get himself on the stat sheet with a goal contribution, goals and assists, obviously many more assists than goals, uh, but was very lively today and was probably unlucky not to have one to two assists himself, um, just getting in behind the Real Madrid back line. But between him and, and Havertz, I tell you what, that German language is doing wonders for them. They know exactly where each other are. Agreed. Uh, I wrote this sat down during the match and I don't exactly know if it's Premier League or all together, but Timo directly involved in 22 goals. Do you guys know if that's everything? We all can. Someone will look it up, but either way. I'm sure Dan Amazing. Will. And And it's interesting because we obviously get on his case so often. He missed a sitter the other day. Um, that's like kind of his thing. And, but he still does the work like that is not that that cannot be replaced. You know, he, whatever, if it is those runs, if it is um, the balls that he's putting in um, the pressure that he's putting on the defenders, it's all there. Uh, He's just missing that final piece. And I actually, I'm really hoping, well, he he got the goal. Yeah. What am I talking about? Amazing header. (laughs) After Havertz tried to chip. What a bullet. All your misses. All your misses are fine. What a bullet. <laughs> We're in the final. Unbelievable. The 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 Hobbert's chip was, was nasty. I mean, his, his yeah, and you know, oh. big body courtois trying to get it around him. Kai felt comfortable today. And again, I think we talked about that. He probably feels more comfortable in the European competitions than the Premier League. Yeah, we're kind of clutching his strides a little bit. Big game player showed a ton of uh his edge, I think, tonight, Nick. And was was fully engaged the entire time. Probably said, you know what? Hey, maybe we didn't need a formal striker on the pitch today. Kai had some absolute unequivocal sauce about him today. I mean, absolute sauce. How many players from Real Madrid did he nutmeg in a period of 25? Like, I'm sure... Champions League semifinal. He's playing out like it's in the yeah. park. Here, let me just... With you, and eh, you're annoying. Let me just, with you, unbelievable from Kai today. I mean, it's the lowest effort nutmeg I've ever seen. Oh, it's like he just so, looks like he's just taking so little effort to do it. That everyone wants to compare Christian 
to Eden Hazard, that's not the right move. That kind of lackadaisical nutmeg, that's Eden Hazard. Like he Kai Havertz is far more a hazard type player than Christian Pulisic is, who who beats you with speed, power, whatever. There there is an unbelievable sense of awareness from Kai tonight. It looked like he showed up, like he was ready to go, like this was the biggest game of his career to this point. I was it, it just felt right. It felt right. It felt good that he was ready to go. And I know that may seem simple uh, for a person to say on a podcast, but for for God's sake, man, like there haven't been in the history of United, or Champions League semifinals, I should say, a whole lot of players who are willing to step up and make that kind of move, make that kind of statement to say, no, I'm actually going to grab this game by the horns and take it. That it's a big move, man. And to hit the bar twice is super unlucky, but everything else that he did encapsulates the type of player that he is. And boy, does that give you confidence as a Chelsea fan that he's going to be the guy. Oof. Chills. What do you think about that faith? That faith that obviously Tuchel has showed in him um, paying off. I feel like a lot of people in both Timo and Havertz would have been like, take him off. You're done with him. Most managers probably would have, to be quite honest. I don't know. Obviously, there's like some money motivation, but he they're proving to have been right. He's been rewarded. He's been rewarded for for the faith, and you know, I mean, obviously, there's the 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 German connection. Um, you know, uh, for not just for Havertz and, and Timo, but for Rudiger as well, and uh, and Tuchel's background. I mean, that's uh, very nice that they can kind of all you know be be countrymen in that regard, but. Yeah, I mean, Kai has started to show, and we talked about this in our post-Fulham match recap, like he's showing up at the right time. If the Kai Havertz we talked about, that was the Bundesliga Phenom, is starting to come good at the end of the season when we have a big match versus City, we've got an FA Cup final, we've got a Champions League final now, woof, watch out. Watch out, world football. We are here. Chelsea is back. It is a team of excellent people and players. It's a team you want to root for. We're the underdogs. Chelsea love being an underdog, Brandon. Like, this is this is great. It, it, like, it's right where we want to be, right? In our sweet spot, in our comfort zone. Um, you know, the, the wild thing is, I think it was the Champions League official podcast. We're going through all the years we made it to the finals. And it was like, the recipe for success for Chelsea is sack manager, hire new manager, make European Cup final. It was like Mourinho, Grant, um, AVB to Di Matteo, even Di Matteo to Benitez for the Europa League, and then now Lampard to Tuchel. Like, it was actually like a disgusting, like not coincidence that this is Chelsea's play. And it works for them. But I think why it works, right, is when you sack the manager – the expectation is not regression. It is absolute. If you do not take this club forward, you're next and you will be stacked without any hesitation Goldberg. or anything like that. You think it's guilt? You think that some players kind of feel like some sort of guilt with the, with the Frank Lampard sacking kind of like, oh, I didn't do my part. I can't be the reason why another manager gets fired. So let me pull it together. You think there's any, any hint of that? No, well, T- Timo me. made that comment afterwards. You know, he he did say in an interview that if I had scored maybe a few more goals, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Right, like that was a public statement that he made, 
And was he I, like, thank I, gosh I didn't score a few more goals? Or Oh, come on. That's not <laughs> if, nice. if only I hadn't shanked <laughs> we, a few. We could have been knocked out three years, <laughs> three rounds ago. Yeah, boy. Could have been weird. I, I tease. This was a I, no negativity zone, Brandon, and you failed. You failed the hey, test. Yes, no, I, I love know. it. I love I'm, I'm pretty positive about making the final. I just was no, asking not. a clarifying question. I Dan. I mean, <laughs> look, I some context. Look, uh, we we were all there in 2012. All right, we we know what happened. Frank Lampard, if Chelsea win the Champions League will likely not accept, but will receive a Champions League medal for his contributions to this team. Think about that. Yeah. Hey, That's a big, it's a big deal. And it's not just, Brandon, that he has guided Chelsea flawlessly through the group stages, which absolutely happened as we were trying to piece together somewhat of a preseason and figure out the rest of his team on the fly. It's that this team was prepared for those matches. It does not mean that he is the absolute right choice for now and that Tuchel doesn't deserve credit for what he's doing. Let's, we're a nuanced podcast. We like to use nuance as a way to get to where we're supposed to go. That's all I'm saying. Like, think, think about it. Yeah. He's part of it. Well, it sounds like he's pretty integral. He's pretty integral getting some of the signings in, you know, like a Timo and a Kai as well that are absolutely propelling us to get here. Uh, the platform he helped or he gave to Mason to go prove his quality. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, Frank's, Frank's, uh, you know, Ben Chilwell, I guess we should get back to as well. There's a Tiago Silva. There's a, a lot of things, right? He, uh, a lot of things negative, that were so. not there the previous year, by the way. Correct. So instead of me accidentally saying hmm. something that Dan might object to, how about I just go to the Dan of the match poll, Dan, and you kind of tell me Boy, did you screw this what up, you Dan. Thought, hmm. thought about this. Welcome back to the, your social media blackout to <laughs> a lot of replies. Yes. Uh, just a few. Uh, look, I mean, I want to include 11 players. I want to include all the players that got subbed on. I want to include, uh, you know, the the official for actually throwing out some cards this match versus last match. Not the entirety of his performance, but maybe for part of it. Um, but look, N'Golo Conte was the winner. I probably should just put four Contes in here and then been done and not have to talk about this anymore. But N'Golo Conte, 73%. Uh, Mendy with 18.8%. Uh, 19 rounded up to. I threw Mountain Rudiger in there. It could have been Havertz. It could have been Nasby. The other two really were never going to get as many votes as the first two. So I don't know why you're complaining. Are you talking to us or the people? Yeah, Dan. I'm talking to everybody. That, that no, is a, okay. a, a conclusive yeah. you know, statement to the world. Yeah, Dan. Well, look. It, it it's definitely not an easy job. It's it's a burden that you get to to carry for all of us. I mean, Jenny, we do this half for banter, half for fun. The limitations of the platform, we're just trying to work within the parameters. But to Dan's point, I think something that no one's going to argue with is that this was absolutely a team performance. I mean, it was the system. It was the willingness to run. It was the selflessness uh, of the players and and their willingness to stick to it. Right. There's probably many times as a player, you're like, shit, I don't know if this is working and you have the opportunity to maybe go rogue. They didn't, we played as a freaking unit in transition, transitioning from offense to defense and defense to offense is the most important thing in soccer. And, and they were clicking tonight. Yeah. When you look at these player ratings, um, every player is higher than the Real Madrid players. Like there's not, I mean, there, there's some that are below seven, barely, Chilwell, Silva, Aspie. Everyone else is like over a point above 
all of Real Madrid's players, um, just to show you that completely dominated the match. Like, I think it was Nick that was saying, like, obviously, oh no, maybe it was Dan that was saying, obviously, Zidane got it wrong. Um, Real Madrid just did not want it as much. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I'm happy about it. Um, but definitely team performance. There's something that he's doing player management-wise, team-wise, that everyone is going for the same objective. Um, we don't have the kind of problems that we had spoken about before that maybe this player is upset um, and bringing the locker room down or whatever other things could potentially have been happening. She says yeah. with an absolute smile. <clears throat> I mean, she's not wrong. Zidane got it wrong and Tuchel has continued to get it right. Like that, the, full story. That is the story of this this two legged tie. Is that in a battle of managers, Tuchel continues to win. He continues to win against yeah. every major opposition he's being put against. And this weekend might be a great test. <laughs> the the semi uh, the semifinal now final um, Champions League preview match, which I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be a very vanilla game. Think about this though. Think How- about it. How many times ever? Has it happened where you have a Champions League semifinal and a league match that mirrors that Champions League semifinal in the same... It is unreal. And this Saturday, which it's put four months ago on the on the calendar here, I would have written off as a loss. Now becomes a really interesting game of can Chelsea hold Man City to two consecutive clean sheets and put doubt in their mind ahead of a final. That's a real thing that could happen on Saturday. And if, 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 if Man City, with all of their wealth and all of their power, whatever, and all of their scoring capabilities, enter into that final having been blanked by Chelsea Football Club two matches in a row when it counts, what does that do to your mentality? It is crazy. Chelsea never had that chance. When they faced Bayern Munich, they never had the chance when they faced uh, Manchester United because they played them far earlier in the season, both both legs. It's a remarkable opportunity that Chelsea have on Saturday. Would you say that Chelsea doesn't get the credit that they deserve? You know, in, from a finishing perspective, no. <laughs> the majority of people would have said, "Okay, Atlético de Madrid is going to beat Chelsea," or that is the dialogue that was around. I said that. Me. Yes. Um, yes. The Porto match as well. People were like, oh, no, like, whatever. And and obviously in this Real Madrid match, the people that were rooting for Chelsea were very few in numbers or or saying that they would beat uh, Real Madrid. If you look at people's, um, what are they called, brackets, the amount of people that have Chelsea going far are not as high as we would like as Chelsea supporters, I think. And when do we get that respect? Like when, when do people start to say, oh yeah, Chelsea's one of those teams that no matter who you put them against, that's uh, probably going to be there. Win it. Well, I, I think, I, think the, I don't like the respect. I would rather be under respected. I would rather be the underdog. I would rather continue to have people doubt because that just seems to fuel this identity of Chelsea. This just this is just more coal in the fire, and that gets our belly burning the brightest. And I want to continue to see that type of hunger in our side, where we continue to get doubted. And I got a, I got a lot of belly, Dan. I got a lot of belly. We're ready to go <laughs> for the final, baby. <laughs> Visual I didn't need. Yeah, look, tough, Jenny. You're a part of the show now. <laughs> tough, tough shit. I think. 
I think I think a lot of maybe at least the punditry world has to respect what Tuchel's done. I think Tuchel's put the pieces in the places they needed to go to say, and we said it's like they're hard to break down. We don't score a lot of goals, but scoring against Chelsea is damn near impossible right now. And that's what means we always have a chance, especially when you get into like these one match knockoffs here. But I didn't really want to get in. I think we'll say it. But the fact that Chelsea have to play Manchester City immediately and then later in a cup final, we have to play Leicester City and then again in the league. Like it's kind of bullshit. And I, I really hate the end of our season, um, but I'm not going to do it because there's no negativity, no negativity tonight. Um, it's just a weird how all these pieces came together at the end of the season. There's this drama, but like it's hard to argue with FA Cup final. Champions League final and currently in fourth place in in the table. When Tuchel took over, we were far from all that. We were all in it, right? We had the ticket, but no one was punching any tickets back when he took over in January. Can, can I say this in, in, in favor of the why not us train? I fully and wholeheartedly believe that Manchester City was rooting for Real Madrid to get across the line today. They, they were because one of my very good friends who I texted with yesterday after City won because he is a City fan. I said like, oh, you know, like we we're talking about the game back and forth. And he's like, got to be honest. I'm rooting for Real Madrid tomorrow. I, I, we match up better with them. I don't want to play you guys. I was like, that's all I need. That is all the fuel I need. If we are the nightmare <laughs> for another team, just bring it on. That's more... I, more ammunition for the 2012 slash 2021 redux. Like, let's go. I, I do not want to jinx us, Jenny. Never. Almost never. But I will say, I don't think we're the matchup that Manchester City wants in the Champions League final. I like that. I like that you feel that way. Um, after watching the match yesterday, Man City completely dominating. I, I, I said, either Chelsea or Real Madrid watching this match are not going to want to match up with Manchester City. And that was before watching this match when you see a Chelsea that is difficult to play against. It's going to be hard to score against. So I don't know. I'm it's a one off game. I'm so excited. I don't know what it is. It's a one off game. I know. Anything can Anything happen. Can like happen. my eight zero. Eight zero yeah. could happen. Like, really? Yeah, it's only going to take one, probably. But again, uh friendly foes, it actually is quite obnoxious to again play them. Right now I'm in the league. And Saturday. Then go again. We're playing them and Saturday, I man. Come I know. on. And then again, the final. Ridiculous. Hey, Dan. Dan. Hey, Dan. Numbers. Hey, Dan. Probabilities. Hey, Dan. What, what do you think? Yeah, because yeah, they're they're probabilities. They're, they're not uh, odds. Um, 538. 36% probability that Chelsea win the final. I will take that because odds are at some point in the season we shouldn't have even been here. And you know what? The Why Not Us train continues to add passengers. We've had to add additional cars to the train. A Why Not Us hotline? Station. No, it's not a Why Not Us hotline. This is a train. It is moving okay. full steam ahead, and we are absolutely welcoming anyone on who is doubted. You know, the positivity is just too high. Come on board. You don't need to buy a ticket. We're going straight to the final. Even if lane. you're me. Even if you're me. I'm a part of it now. Ugh. Yeah. It's a... Uh... It's uh, clearly equal opportunity at this point. <laughs> Even if you've been against it all season. Even if you've hated me time. this entire time. Baby, we're on. Let's go. Wait, I want to say on my, um, Dan, you saw, on the CBS Sports show that we do called Did I Mention, I said, why not us? But I attributed like something we say along the Chelsea communities, why not us? And that was the title. And people were like, 
are you copying? And I was like, no, I'm a friend. I'm a- yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry about that. Jen, you're, Jenny, you're in the, the, the one gets full license because she's a yeah, part of the I, tr- I tried to attribute. I was like, Chelsea Community says. I wasn't like, this is my yeah. thing. So... <laughs> Like ch- like the, like the club, helps. like the club is now doing three word match reviews too. That's tough. <laughs> well, that's real tough. Hey, come it's, on, club. What is it like? Uh, Figure it out. When you copy something, it's like the biggest form Best of flattery. flattery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Words appreciate you. But hey, Jenny, <laughs> last chance for any additional questions. We're at come the, on, Jenny. Script, the time that's been reached. There we go. I have she's one. Flexing, she's stretching. Uh, in post game, obviously going into the match, we had. We were taken aback by Christian Pulisic not being in the lineup. I will say we, if if you say, no, you're not a part of that we, you can go ahead and nod your head and I will let everyone know that you're not with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely was like taken aback. In the post game, you could tell that Christian Pulisic, I don't know if you guys saw it, also was like, yeah, I wanted to play, you know, kind of disappointed to not have been, those are not his exact words, don't come for me. But basically openly said, he was really disappointed that he was not in that starting. Does that potentially cause problems in paradise? No. 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 He's a competitor. Wouldn't I mean any player? That's would, what you would want. Be gutted to not. So you want your player to say? I mean, like most people assume that he would be in replace of Timo today. Timo got the goal. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 winning goal that that catapulted us across the finish line. Christian with very minimal effort showed why he's so dangerous in these situations. If I'm Thomas Tuchel and I'm fast forwarding to May 28th, right? 20, no, 29th, 29th. Christian Pulisic is starting for me in the Champions League final. There's no doubt. See, I see, I see him starting the FA Cup final instead. I think that's how Tuchel man manages it. But regardless, Jenny, I think that's where Tuchel's going to figure it out. Expect to see Christian versus City in the league in some big matches. And he may be talking to him on the side and say, hey, I went with this way because European competition in the league. This is where we need you to help balance this out with depth. You know, we went with them midweek. I need you ready to go for Saturday because we have to get top four. I think he's at least having this conversation. That pass, that pass at the end is a different kind of pass than what we had seen all game. And it is the reason why he is there. He starts for me in the final too. He starts for me in the final. There, there we go. Team Jenny or team not. We'll have to figure it out. Which side two goes on. Uh, Look, it's, this has been fun celebrating. Right. And again, I've, I've had the pleasure to tell you all of you Chelsea fans out there to enjoy this. Embrace it, soak it up, and inha- and keep it going. And the keep party is still wearing on the train. Your lucky jerseys, for God's sake, please, please, hey, don't wash them. Don't wash them. Wait, I, if people do comment on your posts and stuff, what are their superstitions on game day? Because I kind of want to sure. know. Oh, we had a whole thing yeah. yesterday about like I, uh, one of our boys who will go unnamed because I don't want him to be slandered by this. I was like, look, I've worn the '84 jersey. For as long as I can remember, I haven't washed it. No, 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 no. The, the situation oh. was the it was an undershirt. No, it was an undershirt. He's, he's washed the undershirt, but he hasn't washed the actual shirt. That's the thing. Oh. So it's a little superstition. Okay. It's a little like how grimy can it get before the end of the deal? And I think at this point you just have to let it ride. Is it just this season or like all time? This season. 
Okay. I was I was thinking like 80, so I think you know this jersey has been not, not the washed 80s, for Jenny. decades. No, Jenny. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I was picturing. We're, we're fine. Yeah. I was like, that is disgusting. Our, our guy was at the pub today. But, he did not have flies around him. He was just doing. He was doing fine, but he was like very self conscious about the, you know, about the, you know. No, I like superstitions. I I, I applaud you for caring that much to contribute in the good aura, the good energy. We're all about that positivity, Dan. No negativity zone here. Uh, I'm with it, but I want to know what people do so I can maybe pick some up. I like it. I like it. Well, especially on Discord, I'm sure that place will be blown up with it. Well, Brandon, uh, but obviously, we know comments what the on biggest Twitter. Superstition is now the biggest superstition is Jenny Chu has to be on a podcast with us Memorial Day a weekend, major Champions League game because that just guarantees success. Hey, Jenny, so that's the only thing we need to do for a dub. Thanks for committing to the <laughs> to the to the post Sunday uh, Champions League final podcast. We appreciate you. We'll definitely be doing something special for that. Uh, so stay tuned. But hey, continue out there. Thank Jenny on social media. Drop her a comment. Just say thanks. Uh, we'll send her all the screenshots from Discord as we usually do, sharing her with the appreciation. Uh, it's been a long day for you, Jenny. The Thank you so Nick much Blaney for sticking out. Podcast with Jenny Drew. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been real. Y'all are the best. I appreciate your comments. We we laugh about how you guys are nice to me. Appreciate it. That's why I come back because you guys are kind. Good. Keep it up. That's the community we want to be a part of. Again, Chelsea fans, go out and enjoy the rest of your week. Don't worry about Saturday. Soak it up. Uh, take it all in. And if you are looking for a community to enjoy this with, again, just shout out to the Patreon community that we have on Discord. Phenomenal. They've been literally popping champagne bottle emojis and clinking <laughs> beer emojis, and it's just been a blast. So shout out to everyone there. Um, that's going to wrap us up. Nick, Dan, gentlemen, thank you as always. Uh, for jumping in. Appreciate uh, everything you guys do for the show. Chelsea fans, we'll be back, but we're going to go take a couple days off and continue to celebrate. So that's going to do this. Until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do? Keep the blue flag flying high.